Radio Frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Football Daft, my name's Stephen Pudden and let's welcome your starting lineup this week. First, a man who's thinking of leaving the podcast to form his own super football daft. See what I've done there? It's Chris Bro. Oh, if only. Oh, if only. Never know, mate. Never know, you know what I mean? Never know. Listen, do you know what? I would need to I would I would love it because I wouldn't need to talk about fucking Selic to use to anymore. It's it's hurting my heart. It really is. We will talk about your beloved Celic soon, because I, I think we should touch on it again. Just to, I know you're tired of that, mate, and Gado's right, saying you're tired, and I know you've you've just woke up. For all the listeners out there, Toll was on the night shift, and he woke up literally seven minutes ago, and he's very tired, but he's here to tell the tale, because he is a fucking okay. badass motherfucker, man. He's, professional, he's, professional, professional motherfucker. Aye. And uh, next, a man who has been accosting men, sleeping on park benches. It is Gredo. Gredo, what are you doing, man? <laughs> he's saying to you, he's all right, boys. <laughs> What's been yeah. happening? People sleeping in park benches. I have stories about it. I'm just so awkward. I'm the. Everybody thinks that when they talk to me, they don't realise I'm actually a bit shy. See when see when I bump into folk, I'm the worst at creating conversation. I met a yeah, guy. Yeah, energy. Aye, why? What is that? I fucking hate that about myself. I really you, hate you, that. Remind, you, you remind me of like different comedians I've worked with in the past. Right, see comedians. They're all very. <laughs> live on their nerves. They're very. I don't know. Everyone's very. I, I can't put my. I can't put my finger on it. Just, they, like I always say, but an nerve with eyes. Oh mate, I'm an nerve eyes. I'm a total. You are a wee bit comedian like that way. You've got. You get nervous energy about you. Just the, the boy that look. I was walking the dog in the park and I saw a guy that um, I used to hang about with years ago. Big, big, big guy, older than me. He's a little older than me. And I saw him and he was lying in a park bench. Catching some sunrays. I was walking the dog and he turned around and, and I realised that I'm now like, how you doing, mate? And he's gone, how you doing? I didn't know what to say, so I just went, eh, hey, I wouldn't mind jumping up and lying on that bench next to you. <laughs> Wee man. <laughs> Wee man. Wee man. And he went, Baron. <laughs> the way you put your face palms like, what the fuck would I say that for? And I was that. getting, why is he lying on a park bench? Aye, like, <laughs> I'm exactly the same grade though. I had to What's dug so it. What's the other day, right? And I was I was only across the road from my house, and there was this lassie come round with a wee golden retriever puppy, right? And she walked over, and she's like, "Oh, hello!" You know what people are like when they see a dog. Oh, hello, how you doing? Uh, and my dog, for some reason, now keeps on going to sniff other dogs' worries, right? Uh, I went, "Oh, keep him away. He's Bobby Daft." <laughs> Yeah, fucking, yeah, fucking stranger. Yeah, stranger. That's what I done. What was it I done with the, the, the guy up the park, man? Not the women up the park. And, and he's, what was it I said again? Oh, was it a woman I, in the park. Or it was a woman. What, was I, a, a group of women in the park. He said that he was he was enjoying the company of the of the female she dogs. Went, she's um, what was it? I should go. I always oh, love it because I've got a boy dog, and it ran amongst these wee dogs, and this woman went, oh. He's enjoying the, the, the attention from the ladies, enjoying the female attention. I went, he's the horniest guy I've ever met without a pair of boys or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm, and she's like, what? And I'm going, what the fuck with the dog? See, the way I think of this story right now, there's so many, there's so many layers that's not been touched on. Uh, Why is the guy lying on a park bench, right? He's obviously, he's got problems, right? 
he had he had a couple of wins around about my knee, so I think he had. <laughs> so I think he was like so just kind of chilling out, and the wins were just, he just lying on the bench. He was lying. like, "Is in my head, I've got." Do you know what I mean? Totally remember about the week Aye. going back to the future. <laughs> That's what I've got in my head now. When the Aye. fucking Dorian comes back, and he comes up with the papers and all that. I've got, oh, a, I've got that guy in my head, man. Do I don't know if they were his wins, but he was a drummer back in the day. So <laughs> I'll just. He's now like a fucking babysitter, man. He just takes away so far. I like a dog walker except for Wayne. <laughs> anyway, man, what else? Aye. So, let's, so let's talk about football, boys. <laughs> I think John needs to talk about football first. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We will we'll get, get to that. it. Aye, we'll get to that. But what, what has been happening in football? No much, but a few wee hangs this week. A few wee hangs, right? But before Aye. we talk about Super League and all that jazz... Let's talk about the old firm. But remember, first the old firm you can catch up with on our full podcast on Rangers Daffy Celtic Daff, which is available at patreon.com forward slash football daft. But let's get a wee quick analysis, guys. Toll, how how are you doing? Talk us quick about. quick analysis. <clears throat> no too quick. Like you can you can right, you can okay. you can let your feelings be known. Right. I feel let down and my quick analysis is say like a fucking garbage. <laughs> There you go. That's as quick as it's going. Redo. What's that? Oh, uh, Rangers are just the best team in Scotland, aren't they? We just, <laughs> just don't need to come oh, out of second. Oh, wait, wait a minute. John what? Kennedy's already tell you, Selick are the best team in Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen. By the way, I was so nervous about that game. So were you, Bob? Oh, I. So, That's um, the thing. I was, I was like, you're going to fucking win. You bother. That's why it makes I... us feel, feel better, though. Because Aye, it I was, was, it was, was like, buzzing. Could you see having a wee step again? Ah, he was starting. There was a few folk like that, by the way. That's, that's not a spring in my step, mate. That's a limp. <laughs> 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 um, and I said to the guy, I said to, I said to Bob, I said to the guy, uh, when the team's going out, I got a wee bit of nervous about Aribo because he hadn't played well in previous old firms and I just wasn't sure. Aye, you'll not be fucking nervous about my game, will you? No. Brilliant. 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 Brings me on to have a wee chat about friends of the show. And uh, co-managers David McCracken and Lee Muller have left the club the day after the Bairns were knocked off the top of Scottish League One. Sporting director Gary Holt, the former Falkirk Livingston boss, will take interim charge until the summer. After losing to Peter Head on Tuesday, Falkirk coast Cove Rangers on Saturday, both sides two points behind leaders Partick Thistle. John, hello, darkness, my old friend. Uh, it's been. I'm no beer in the bush. It's been horrible. See the football the last few months has been absolutely horrible. We've we've picked up. I think it's eleven points in ten games. Not good right. enough, John. It's not good enough. Not we good could, enough. we should have we should have been absolutely canter in that league. We had the opportunity to canter the league, and we fucked it. Now, obviously, Lee and Cracks are, are pals of the show, and I'm gutted for them. Because obviously it's always the managers that go, but the players haven't been doing it for them. They really haven't. Um, and as we all know, it's a results-driven business. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, unfortunately, you know, it didn't seem to know what they were doing. Like, they, they kept setting up in different ways and trying different things, and it was... You think there was a pivot struggle between Big Sexy and Cracks? I don't, I don't think I don't think so, but I mean, you know, it's like, when was when have co-managers ever worked? You know, as we were saying, all fair before we started. I think the only time I can remember is like the boys at Salford. Remember? Aye, aye they get the, the bullet eventually as well. But like, it's all managers' day. It's Gary Holt, and he's been brought in to try and. Can I... Gary Gary Holt couldn't manage a fucking raffle. Oh come on, I don't, know. On, I don't he, know about that. So he took Livingston up the divisions too. Aye, oh. 
He did done a better job with Celtic this year than fucking Lenny did, I think, by the way. I'll tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised if John Kennedy gets a Falkirk job. And I'm being serious. Has he not got a job for life at Celtic? Well, I wish he taking the fucking tickets at the door because he'll not be on the dugout next season, I'll tell you that. No, but is he not always part of the backroom staff? Is that no party? If you sign on the line to become a Celtic manager, you need to take John as well? (laughs) That's the way it seems, doesn't it? But hopefully that... And I'm no, I know Stevie, I know what you're saying, I know exactly what you're saying, but I think if he's wanting to uh, broaden his horizons, then he needs to move away from Celtic this season, John, at the end of this season. John, who do, who do, it's funny, I want to know, like, who does, a, who does a League One team side, who do they want as a manager, who do you want? I don't want is Gary Holt's going to take out, is he? No, no. I don't know, I, he wasn't brought in to do that job, Grado, he was brought in to kind of re-establish, you know, kind of direct a football, re-establish the youth set up and stuff at Falkirk so I don't know if he even wants to go back into the dugout I'm not too sure I mean I, I think oh Jim Jeffries for last week man oh listen Je- I, Je- I Kells coming to retirement Kells Mark Kells I shoot aye Mark Kells we need to be fair Falkirk needs someone experienced we've taken a chance and inexperienced managers and Lee and, but, and Ma- but Mark Mark has been managing the championship <laughs> exactly aye, but He's not had, had, had a season, and as much as the <laughs> Mark Kerr brought in as a coach, don't get me wrong, but um, as a manager, I, we just need someone that knows. What? John, what about what about Neil Lennon, Neil Francis Lennon? He, no, he's not going to take the Falkirk job. I don't think no. Neil Lennon. I'm jesting. I'm jesting. I'd, you need what? somebody to stay in the shit, don't you, John? You can't really. Yeah, do you know what? I'd see someone like a Jim Duffy or someone of that kind of ilk to come in and just get them up. The league what, again, what about what about if things don't go the way that they could go for Ross County? What about Big Yogi coming back? There's a lot. There's a big drop from the one. I I listen. I love Yogi, legend, Falkirk legend. But there's a lot of he left the club with a bit of sour taste in the mouth uh, and a lot of support. The, the supporters are pretty much fifty fifty split on him. So I'm, I'm saying it's a I'm saying it's a big dump. See if Ross County go down. Then it's a championship, and then you take the Falkirk job. You're right back in a championship if you get them up. Yeah, exactly. And also, the fifty percent that are behind them, it would be great for them. But the fifty percent that are against them, you could just not fuck at them. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I don't think Yogi strikes me as the type taking a job would give a fuck about the fifty only behind them anyway. Aye, exactly. Yeah. And also another friend of the show. Another we're friend just, of the show. Yeah. We're, we're, we're just naming fucking friends of the show, aren't we? Exactly. Oh, yeah, boys, right, talking of like, kind of lower league football, right? Yes. I got a text message the other day. Oh, here uh, we go. Morris Ross? No. End of the show? No. Morris <laughs> <laughs> Johnson? Uh, I got a morning pardon, you want to sign for my amateur team? Right. Oh, oh, I know who this will be. Who? Kenny flip the mindset. Aye! <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. I'm like, but you know me, mate, I like playing football, so I... I laughed and then I'm like, text him back going, when, when is this? When are oh, you man. doing this? Wait a minute, you're already signed up for FDFC. F Football Daft Football Club? Aye. Aye, I, I know that, but just, you know what I mean? Just oh, Bob. Hey, ask him if he wants a goalie coach. I'll, I'll not buzz into hey, goalies, you can have it's, a goalie. It's, it's a Wednesday night. Wednesday night, I'm going to be training and Sunday, we're going to be playing the games. But do you know what? Am I going to, am I going to do it? Let's... Probably I think about it, you're going to miss Rangers games, cause it, mate. I know, plus, I'll be filming at seven some nights on a Wednesday. 
Bob, you might end up making it a junior and all that. You could go to a junior level, sign him with the buffs and that way, Jay, again. You're still young, you know. 47, mate. Well, it's still time to play, play with the buffs yeah, or man. Ben Bob Juniors or something like that. But that, that would be my aim. The buffs would be my aim. If I get to the buffs... Could you imagine that me walking about with a buffs that we pod in nine at the time? <laughs> 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 Getting into fucking getting into fucking second season at the boss, man. Right, boys, I'm ten goals away for Jerry Polini's record, man. See you <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> I was wondering how we were working Jerry Polini into that there. <laughs> By the way, happy birthday! It was Jerry Polini's birthday two days ago. What is it? Happy, happy birthday, birthday, Jerry! Friend of the show. Friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Jerry. Uh, but anyway, I'll, I'll keep you updated with my progress if I'm going to accept the contract offer from Southside FC or no. We'll get back to you. But more good news on the Scotland front as Kieran Tierney is on track to return from a knee injury in LMA. Arsenal have confirmed he damaged the ligaments in the Premier League game against Liverpool, but he's not going to miss Euro 2020. That's good news. But Kieran Tierney back. Is he going to be playing, side, uh, playing alongside Nathan Patterson in a Scotland jersey? But anyway, see, depending on what you if I do, he might not be playing next to any fucker because mm. of that Super League nonsense. Do you know what I mean? Imagine they still banned all the players for the Euros and all that. We'd be fucked. That's three of three year best players, are we? Let's be honest, man. We're probably fucked anyway, you know? <laughs> Aye, but <laughs> we, we, we're, we're going to be slightly more fucked than we would be. <laughs> Proper fucked. Proper fucked. Aye, no, but getting back to what you said there, Stevie, I don't see... If, if Nathan Patterson keeps playing the way he's playing... He'll probably be banned now for the for the last few games of the season, I would think. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, on form, on form, he needs to be in that Scotland squad for me. Definitely. Aye, I agree. I agree. Anybody, and no disrespect to Stephen O'Donnell, but he's just a, a more dynamic, a more exciting prospect for me. And he should definitely be in that Scotland squad. That's the word to agree with you 100%. Gredo, I think you'll agree with me here as well. Even watching the Rangers game last night, obviously Tav's been out for 10 games. Mm-hmm. I'm just sitting there choking for Patterson to come on. He excites me. Mm-hmm. Young guy. He, he, he is exciting. That's it. I, I can't remember the last time he brought a player through I was this excited about. There's a real competition there between Tav mm-hmm. and Patterson, by the way. There is. I would, if I'm Tav, man, I'm thinking. I mean, <laughs> six, seven weeks ago, maybe not so much, but in the last couple of games that he's played, Patterson, as you as you say, so exciting. It's exactly yeah, something that he honestly it reminds me of that, that that season where Alan Hutton mm-hmm. controlled it in 2007 better than that. Aye, aye, he I agree with you and see if he keeps playing the way he's playing, it could be curtains for tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Toll, you're saying that there. See, see if you turn up and decide to play football next week at Ibrox, is aye. it going to be curtains for Rangers, man? By the way, I'm fucking shutting the curtains and turning the telly off. I'm shutting the curtains and turning the telly off and crawling under the fucking bed. That's what I'm doing. Right, boys, anyway, that's the warm-up done. Let's talk about the Super League. How mental was Monday morning? I had a hangover for hell, woke up Monday morning, turned Sky Sports News on, Jose Marino's been gave his jotters, and there's fucking 12 teams breaking away to start a Super League. What the fuck? It was um, probably the most exciting 48 mm-hmm. hours in football in the last 30 years. It was fucking dynamite. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, what's going to happen? Are these players going to, are these teams going to get fucked out of the leagues? So, and, and my my first thought is, see if the six teams get fucked at the league, Leeds get a Champions League spot for the position that they're in now. So it was quite exciting for me from that point of view as well. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But 
Aye. Uh, that just that frees Jose up for his for his god god given role as a Celtic manager. I've got to laugh at these last couple of days who are straight. Don't get me wrong, I've been glued to it. Now, I don't watch the English football, but just we were the on yesterday and I see and I listen to talk sport and I listen to all the fans phoning in and giving it. We've saved the day, we've saved football. It's fucking hypocrisy. It's total hypocrisy. This all stems for the greed that's in English football. Yeah. By the way, I can't believe they've never done any, any market research on this shit. I mean, they've... They've hardly ever put up a fight. Like they've Greg, not put up a fight. But fucking... is, this is why I don't bother with English football. It does my nothing. There's nothing I like. But I watched it when it, when I was younger when it was all hardy bastards with receding hairlines and fucking called Gary and all that. Like, see now when you watch it, there's, <laughs> I, I can't I can't get emotionally into an English football game because I know, I know. it's all just money. And they're talking about hypocrites. Receding hairlines and we're called Gary. Do you know what I mean? There's nothing like that anymore. There's no. I know. I, know. I, I watch I, the I, football players. I go. They don't. They don't care. The the, the, the players don't. I feel as if when I watch, I go. They don't. They, they don't have a. Aye, aye. They don't have that team in their heart. I could be wrong, but this is for somebody that looks no. looks for the outside, and it just sums it up. And by the way, it's not the end of it because there's going to be many of this. But I just think. The greed in English football has caused all this, all these owners, and I've got to laugh at English fans as well, gone, the Glazers out, the Cronkies out. I'm like, mate, they're in billions of debt. Who is going to take care these football clubs? Do you know the thing is, Gredo, like you're saying there, see your Cronkies and your Glazers and stuff like that, and and even, what would you call the guy at Liverpool? John Henry. John Henry. See, see if they decide to pull their money out, these teams will go to the wall. Oh, mate, they're fucked. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, see if, see if Roman Abramovich decides, right, I've had enough of this. Every penny that he's put into Chelsea, he's put it in as a loan. Mm-hmm. Right? See, when he leaves Chelsea, he takes all of that money out. Chelsea will go out of business. Uh, do you know what I mean? Unless he sells to another multi-billionaire, Chelsea will go out of business. I mean, there's there's no talk about Barcelona. There was talk about Barcelona going to the world. Barcelona are in billions. I think billions. billions. They are Spurs are 1.2 billion in debt. Aye, that but that debt's in that stadium. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Do you know what I mean? That debt's in that stadium. That's a manageable debt. Barcelona's debt is I don't know where it comes to paying Messi that much money, I think. I'm not even kidding on. He's on six hundred thousand pounds a week. <coughs> six hundred thousand pounds a week. Barcelona are in a very precarious position, man. They're not. They're, they're not. They're at a point where you go. When Messi, maybe, maybe Messi's got a year or two left at the top, top level, three year, whatever. When he's not there, they what they gonna do? See, the thing is, the English teams have all been dafted. I felt because the Premier League, the money that they get in the Premier League. See, your Barcelona's and your. Milan's and all the rest, they, they don't get that money, didn't they? Compared to, compared to what the Premier League day. So this was something that would have suited them. And the English, I think the, the English clubs have been dafted and thinking, oh, yeah, this sounds great, but they're just wanting what they've already got. Mm-hmm. No, Aye. but what you're, what you're looking at, and for, for a point of view, for the, the clubs that uh, that were involved in it, I think part of it was going to be that it was going to be streaming and they were going to be able to manage their own streaming service, right? So... Man United have got like 150 million fans worldwide or something like that. I've seen on the telly the other day. <clears throat> right? If a, if 150 million Man United fans buy, somebody made this point, and if they buy a game at £1 per game, they're bringing in £150 million per game. 
Aye. Now, now what, you're, what you need to take into account is the fact that there's no fucking way it's going to be one. Going to be a pound. No it's going to be. It's going to be twenty-five pound, thirty pound <clears> a game. See, do you know what I mean? Thirty pound times one hundred and fifty million. That's more money than every other mm. fucking club in the world will make put together. And that's they're going to be making but, up for one game. Think that's that, why I'm surprised. Sorry, that's why I'm surprised that the the clubs that wanted to go in this league have not really put up much of a fight. They've kind of no. shat it within a couple of days because you know that you, you're seeing the 150 million fans in the world too. Mm. That's what it matters to them. They don't, they see their, sure I was talking about the the, the Rangers daft, Celtic daft. The legacy fans, they don't legacy give a fuck about the old legacy fans, the, the traditional oh, yeah. fans, the ones that go every week. It's, it's multi- it, do you know what it is? It's the people, it's the fans in Africa, it's the fans in Asia and stuff like that. See like the Asian football market, it's massive. It's fucking massive. And none of them support their own teams. They've all got teams over here. Ah, it's Man U, Liverpool. Uh-huh, exactly. I mean, you look at that Singapore Cup that the Premier League do, the, the, the Asia Cup before the season. That's just Premier League teams playing against each other in another country. And the money that they make for it is fucking unbelievable. But the thing is, man, the beauty of the Champions League, what I was saying the other day, man, is like you always get a surprise package that comes through. Player that fucking plays brilliant gets a big move. And then see if you have fucking. Juventus playing Man U every single year. You have fucking Man City playing AC Milan every year. Where's the fucking drama in that? Where's the anticipation? You don't want to watch the same teams playing each other every fucking year. You're right, Stevie. It's going to, it would be like the MLS eventually, you know what I mean? And But the thing, for, for me, they've got to bring in some cert. If they're going to do something like this, which I think they will do in the future, they need to bring in certain rules where Remember, like the three foreigner rule, right? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and European football, mm-hmm. they they should need to have two under twenty one players playing in their first team, right? That way, it the fans get to see these players that are going to be coming through, and it brings through the stars of the future, and you you become invested in these players. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it what you were saying there, Messi and Ronaldo have only got a couple of years left in them each. When they when they go, that's that's the two main attractions to that week gone. Aye, big time. So you're going right. Who's your next big superstar? Right, exactly. Bayern said no. It right. Dortmund said no. So that's Haaland. P- PSG. PSG. I've got Mbappe. They're saying not it. So right, see this this super league in two or three years, like you say, Ronaldo Messi away. Mm-hmm. What's that appeal to it? And and I think you're looking. The, the one problem as well is going to be the football and uh, the money within normal European football is going to dwindle. Aye, because so clubs are going to win your fucking domestic campaigns or get into Champions League for what? You're, you're fucking close exactly. to what you want. You know exactly, what I mean? you know, you're, you're going to be playing for Scottish Cup money. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously it would be more than that, but in a, in a relative sense to this, no, but aye, like, definitely. you aye, know what I mean? Definitely. It's, it's well, just, apart from that, it would have been a good laugh, wouldn't it? Aye, <laughs> <laughs> Boys, well, more football chat and daft chat and open line soon. And on the big question, we give you a very hypothetical question. What if the old firm were invited into the Super League? Ooh. And our guest this week is a man currently plying his trade with cow and beef, but has a few stories to tell after living through the Rangers journey through the divisions. It is none other than Kyle Hutton. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call him now on 01698. 767-172 Welcome to the show Our amazing sponsors It's none other than Nicole Fiji for claims Nicole, how are you? 
I'm good, thanks. How are you? We're doing great. All the better for seeing you. Tell us a bit more about G4 Claims. Thank you, boys. So, once again, I appreciate all your time and all, all your listening, because you guys are definitely listening. So, we've had numerous, numerous phone calls. You guys are driving the road, you're hearing me talk, and I'm so, so grateful. So, if you're involved in any sort of road accident, phone G4 Claims first. We are here to help and advise you. Don't phone your insurance and wait 45 minutes for somebody to answer the phone. Phone me and I'll answer it in the first ring, I promise you that. When you phone in, we can give you help and advice from the roadside. So even if you're stuck at the side of the road, phone us and we'll help you. If the accident has been not your fault, we can provide you with a life-for-life -life replacement vehicle whilst your car's off the road. If your car needs to be repaired, we'll get it put to an approved body shop or a body shop of your choice. Um, if your car is written off, then we'll recover the total for your PAV, which is your pre-accident value of the vehicle, to make sure you're not left with any outstanding finance and stuff like that. We'll make sure that we look after you. All our services are free. They are billed to the at-fault insurance company, not to you, not to your insur insurance company, and not to even the person direct who's involved. It's their insurance company that pay for all the all the services. So it's, everything is free to you. And do you know what, guys? Like I say, every single weekend, honestly, he's are listening, and I so, so appreciate it. Phone us first, because... You know, if you're sometimes at the scene of an accident and things are just crazy, you don't know what's happened, you can't remember things and it's phone us and tell us where it happened and let us give you his advice because chances are it might not have been your fault or chances are, you know, you're getting convinced it's your fault or it's not. Phone us first and let us advise you and see if it is, then do you know what? we'll point you in the right direction and we'll guide you anyway because all our services are free and the advice is free as well and I love to talk so phone me please it's not at fault claims and they're made easy Welcome to the Football Daft Open Line where anything goes uh, is Jose heading to Celtic 13-1 to 1 at the moment We'll wait and see. Uh, will Jack Anik be at St Mirren next season? Contract uh, talks starting with him, so don't know if he'll be there next season. And after a video of Duncan Ferguson threatening a wee boy to study or else, <laughs> is there any footballer in the world who could take on the big man? I don't think there is. No. Um, as usual, we have our panel football experts, uh, and we always use that in the loosest fashion. It's Stephen Keenan, Graham Weedy, and Chris Delhan. Boys, before we get on to the calls, um, Aaron uh, Sharp got in touch with us via Twitter. He couldn't come on the open line, but he has this question for you. Are you ready? Yes. Cheese and jam together, yes or no? No. Aye. No. Yes. Get it. Get it. Get it. Listen, it depends, right? Because here's a crack. You never had a week in a cracker cheese night, and there's such a thing as chili jam. Yes. Yes. Chili jam. No, if that's I, different, but I'm assuming he's talking like jam, he's talking strawberry. You're round tree, you're right. 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 I'm thinking right. jam right. that my wee lassie wants on a piece before she goes to her bed and all that, and it's like, ah, we cheat. Aye, no, then, no, no, right, okay. Sorry, I'm going to be that. honest with you, I've never tried it. It might be the nicest thing in the, in the world, but, but then again, sewer wrap may taste like pumpkin pie, but I'll never know because I never eat the filthy motherfucker. <laughs> 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 
Pulp Fiction, my man. Beautiful. There we go. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. First corner in the open line, it is Rangers supporter Scotty Kirkwood has been on before. Scott Kirkwood, how you doing, Scott? You all right, mate? What's happening, mate? Sorry, I'm hey, Scotty. Oh, oh, look at this. Oh, oh, handsome oh, boy. I know. Are you doing door to door for the Labour Party or something like that? <laughs> Scott, welcome to the show. What do you want to say to the boys this week? Uh, came a question came up on me the day when I seen about the, the British Super League. It was just to get the boys' thoughts on that. I, I'm no for it, but I think what they should, or what I would like, is a British like a British League Cup. Yes. Scrap the Scottish and the Caribou. Have a British Cup. Yes. That's a, that's that's a great idea. show. Here's, here's one for you. Have a British Cup. And have the winners yet qualify for the Champions League? Then you'd see Aye. the fucking. Then you would see the fucking the teams pitting out. Aye, you would Are you right? You wouldn't see a half arsed split. Aye, exactly. Aye, you're Aye. right. Aye. Exactly. I think we've just we've conquered the world here in ten seconds, boys. So I'm pure, I'm pure buzzing for this. <laughs> sounds, like, <laughs> sounds like the best competition ever, doesn't it? It does. It really does. No, I, that obviously. Apart from, apart from Portsmouth drawing Burnley, that'll be. Uh, <laughs> but how good does that sound? But how good does that sound? Aye, but then you're, you're running the risky fucking Shrewsbury Town winning it and being in the Champions League, know what I mean? That's <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, but... Well, that's true. That's the whole reason that we were angry at the fucking Super League, wasn't it? So... It reminds me of that fucking dream team for Sky back in the day. Uh, you know what I mean? Tremendous. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, just, I mean, that's coming out today. Obviously, there's been talk of... It's all ifs, buts and maybes. And this, like Chris had said, this story will come out, you know, after the, the, the demise of the Super League about them trying to get Rangers and Celtic down to England. You guys are all old firm supporters. Would you be happy with that? Scott, you're nah. saying no? No. Nah. Stay in Scotland. You're a Scottish team. No for me. I mean, like, like Gredo says, we wouldn't get to go to Rugby Park anymore. Can I? That's just all about, man. I just like it the way it is. Aye, but, it's all right to know that we're winning that. <laughs> I want I want my wee boy growing up and experiencing fucking winning leagues at Tanadice and fucking rugby park. And I'll tell that. you, I'll tell you this, but Stevie then and I, I'm a great firm major firm believer that if Celtic Rangers went down there within five years they would be challenging for the league with the money that's down there, right? But what I, what I will say as well is your boy maybe wouldn't see them winning the league at Tanadice, but he could see them winning the league at fucking Old Trafford. Could you imagine uh-huh. that? You know what I mean? I know, I know. But, I, I, well, do you know what? Go back to what we were saying a minute ago. Keep the league format, keep everything the same way, but scrap the fucking Carabao Cup and the League Cup and just have a big fucking British tourney, man, mm-hmm. where we all just go Aye. fucking nuts. Yeah, that, that just needs a mega sponsor. Aye. Aye, and they're winning, they're winning. They're winning. G4 claims. G4 claims. G4 claims British Cup. G4 claims. G4 claims for the, the early stages and then Manscaped. I was turning up with fucking Jimmy Bullard and that other country soccer aiming on that. Charles Maddox is still aiming on that one. Fucking <laughs> okay, Sky Sports using all that going. Football oh. tournaments made easy. Scotty, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for coming on, pal. Appreciate it. Hey, boys. Yeah, yeah, right. by, the way, by the way, I'm excited for a non-existent competition. <laughs> and can you imagine having that option on FIFA? Oh, mate. No, oh, no, imagine, imagine the we first... We could do that anyway. But here's the thing. Imagine the first ever draw. Imagine the oh, first ever draw. I know. Do you know what it'd be, you know it be like, but it'd be like back in the day, the old school fucking computer games. 
even the commentary would sound weird. It's Shrewsbury Town versus uh, Rangers. They would X-factor it all up with like, the teams coming out to entrance music. Now. Uh, <laughs> they would make it off your Britain's Got Talent, wouldn't they? Too far, mate, too far. Smoke machines. Uh, Aye, man, next caller. Who's in line? <laughs> <laughs> next caller. Right, remember a couple of weeks ago, we had Jordan on, and he had a brilliant story about playing with da- uh, Danny Kadamatari uh, over in Egypt. How could, forget, how could we forget? Well, he's Danny, Danny Kadamatari. That was his, that was his name. Kadamatari. Danny Kadamatari. Right, okay. Kadamatari. That sounds like an Italian insult. <laughs> Jordan's back on, and he wants to tell us a story about him appearing on Soccer AM. Oh, here we yes. go. Oh. <laughs> All right, lads. Yes, How's, it How's it going? Good, oh, good mate. Here we go. The highlight of my week. Geez it, Jordan. Geez it. Geez it. <laughs> so the story goes, the story goes, uh, playing with Upburn Juniors three years ago, and it was a cup a cup tie at Hart Hill. Now, I don't know if you know Hart Hill, right, but the park right. is an absolute tatty field, right? It's a tatty field that never, ever games on. But this day, it was battering down the rain, and we were all, we were all, uh, the way that the game was going to be off, we thought, we thought the game was a certain to be off. But they kept saying, no, 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 it's on, it's on, like nothing to worry about, the game's definitely on. But many more games were getting cancelled to the point where every single game in the East region that day was cancelled except for yours, right? So we're turning up going, this game's got to be off. We've turned up, the park was an absolute swamp. They're putting sand on it, they're forking it, they're trying to get this game on for some reason. So, because all the games were off, loads and loads of folk were coming to watch, like for other teams and that, different managers, players for other teams, were all coming to watch. There was a decent crowd building up, but the rain was still on. So anyway, we're in the dressing room, about 20 to 2, 2 o'clock kick-off. We've just warmed up and all that kind of stuff. Strips are on, there's loads of folk turning up outside. And uh, the ref comes in and he goes, lads, I can't play this. He's like, this fucking pitch is too heavy, I can't play this game. So we're like, listen, we're ready, the other team's ready, there's fans here and all that, we need to play it. So a wee bit of peer pressure, I think the ref actually caved in and says, right, I'll get a go, but anyway, rain, I'll need to call it off. And thank God they did, mate, because it actually changed my life. A wee bit at that time, anyway, because it was unbelievable what happened there. So the game kicks off halfway through the first half. We're up about two or three, not or something like that. And the ball goes back to your centre half. And I play up front, so the ball's gone back to your centre half. And he's uh, he's headed it up the pitch towards me. And I'm holding off this big guy, this uh, boy, David Taylor. I actually know him, so I'm holding him off. And the boys, I've slipped with the pitch, and the boys smashed me right in the face. And it's been back to back to my teammate, Tino. And he's just, I'm lying on my back. I'm lying like, on my ass, on the deck. And he's passed me the ball back. But I'm lying on my back. And I swear this, I swear this right on my Wayne's life. People always ask me, did you mean this? I meant, I didn't actually mean to do it as sweet, right? But I did mean it. So I'm lying on my back. And the ball was about a foot off the air coming straight towards my stomach. And I've just kind of penciled, penciled myself straight, like pen, poker straight on the deck. And it's played like a one-two right off my stomach. Because <laughs> Tino, Tino chased it. And it played like a one-two right off my gut. And then we've ran through. And he, I'm sure he played a pass. And I'm sure we scored that for right. But our wee left winger couldn't even fucking run down the line for laughing, right? It's the funniest thing he's ever seen, he said. And there was folk in the stand laughing in that. And I'm going, what's going on here? <laughs> so we got in at half time, And a wee guy who was playing with us, I think he was injured that day. He came in and he's gone, wee man. He says, what the fuck was that you done? He says, that's the best thing I've ever seen, man. He says, it's fucking brilliant. And I'm going, go, see, I don't know, mate. I says, just something that happened. I don't know. It was just a reaction. So anyway, we won the game and that. And that night, a guy who was there for Musselburgh Juniors, their game was after that day. He was there filming it, right? 
So he sent me a clip. He says, mate, I got this on video today. And when he sent, he sent me the clip, I went, that is actually quite funny, that. And I'm positive it was him that said he was going to send it into Soccer M. And I'm going to send it into Soccer M. We'll see what happens. He says, you never know. They like this kind of stuff. So then I was on the Tuesday. And uh, I'm sure it was the guy from Musselburgh who filmed it. He's messaged me and asked him for my phone number. He says, Soccer M, want to get in touch? I'm positive it was him that said this. So I thought maybe they were wanting to do a wee phone interview or something for they go out in the show on the Saturday. And uh, so I've given the number. On the Tuesday, I'm going to my stag down the Friday, the phone rings, a London phone number. I've answered it and it's the fucking producer of Soccer M. He's like, ah, uh, he's like, all right. <laughs> he's like, uh, I think his name was Bobby. He's like, all right, uh, my name's Bobby, I'm from Soccer M. He's like, uh, the clips went mad. He's like, we can't believe the success of this clip. It's absolutely brilliant. And he says, oh, if Messi or Ronaldo had done that, it, you know what I mean? It would be spoke about for years to come and everything. I'm like, aye, all right. He's like, uh, we want to get you on the show on Saturday, right? So I was like, ah, you're fucking kidding me on, man. So they're like, no, no, we want to get you down. He's like, um, I says, well, I've got my stag, my stag down Friday. I'm going to Newcastle for the weekend. And he says, well, we want to get you down to recreate the belly pass with Jimmy Bullard. So straight away, I'm like, right, I'm fucking coming, mate. There's no, the, the stag is getting patched. I'm, I'm the stag, I'm coming. So, uh, aye, they, they, they arranged it. They arranged it for us that we could uh, we could go down to the stag and stay there kind of all day on the Friday. Oh. I was allowed to take one of my mates. I was trying to get all the boys to come down, but they couldn't. The shows on it's after tell you the truth. They didn't have the budget to, to get us all down there. But I was allowed to take one of my pals and um, me and my mate Big Kev, man, what a laugh. We got on the train at half past nine at night on the Friday for Newcastle, and we've jumped into like the the first class. One of them to be there. We've fucking emptied the trolley and that. It's all free if you're in first class. We've emptied the trolley and that. We're absolutely tanked up on the baby. Go <laughs> uh, down to London, hotels and all that kind of stuff. Like big Kev on the beat to bed for two days. He he'd been night shift before he came to the stack. He he was fucking nice singing his seat. We're sat in a Sunday in restaurant at four o'clock in the morning in London, eh? Like I was like man. That's brilliant. But then we went to the show the next day. And this is an absolute classic. So we got there about seven o'clock, half seven. We've turned up and we were on the you know the band Blossoms? Aye. Aye. So we're on with him, right? And Big Tom Davis, the boy for the League of the Run, he's a great guy. So we went through him, we're kicking the ball about and that. And then he go, Billard comes through. He walks out to the tunnel and goes, Where's the fat lad, right? I'm obviously standing there. I'm like, Oh, hey, what's happening? He's running and jumped him in that. What a guy, mate. Great guy, eh? So he, he looks at didn't he? Aye, Aye mate, he's a legend, eh? So he, he's like, Mate, do a couple of practices of this and that. So I'm whining on this fucking It was a bite that was soaking that John Arisa thing was soaking. So I'm lying there, man. He's trying to chip this boy and he can't do it. He's like, oh, what am I going to do? If I, this is going to be on life telly. I hope I can't do this. I'm like, I've got no idea. You'll just need to try and do it. <laughs> so we went through the wee hang and all that. And we're playing away. By the way, everybody was absolutely different class. Well, they can't, can't fault who good they were. So um, I came to life telly and like my arse absolutely collapsed. No one to lie. I, I didn't I can't even talk or nothing, to be honest. So we're trying to do this thing, this belly pass. And this is on life telly, eh? And I'm looking at Kev, and Kev's giving me the fingers and that behind the camera trying to make me laugh. <laughs> Bullard, Bullard can't chip this ball into my stomach, sorry, he just can't do it. He's like fucking starting to crack up. He ends up chucking it. And even anything he nearly fucking misses, not pure get it around, he smashes it out of the bar. And he's all raging and that. And then once the camera cut away, he's like, oh, that was fucking terrible. I went, and I know. My mate Kev goes, fucking 30 grand a week, you catch up above five yards. Fucking hell, right? <laughs> he turned around and he went, no, it was actually 40 grand a week. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That's a good story, man. Yeah, that's fucking brilliant. 
we'll, we'll, if anyone's listening, we'll retweet Jordan the, the video so you can see this pass for Jordan because it's absolutely incredible. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's so stuff. funny, man. It's absolutely so funny. funny. Jordan, thanks for coming Just on. Just for getting me back on, lads. Hey, anytime, anytime, big man. Anytime, anytime. Brilliant, <laughs> Cheers, lads. Take it easy. See you later, mate. See you later. Bye-bye. 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 If you want to be on the open line next week, dead easy to do it. Just check out the links on our Twitter or sign up for Patreon. Why don't you do that? You'll get loads more content from the show as well. Patreon.com forward slash football daft. Football daft. Big question. Right, boys. So this week, all the talk has been about the Super League. So we put a hypothetical question out there. What would the reaction be for both Old Firm and non-Old Firm fans if Rangers and Celtic were two of the teams invited into the league? What's your thoughts, boys? It's I one think... of the ones, and you we would. Did you did you know say it Bob the other day? Like when this got announced, we were all giving this is terrible, disgusting. But if the next day it came out that Rangers and Celtic invited, would, would they be not over it? It's like it's like it's like you're sitting there, man. You're on the moral high ground. It's fucking greed. Some or charlatans the next day. Tell you see the money we could make for this, by the way. It would be get, like getting invited to a wedding you weren't expecting to get invited to. <laughs> but, I mean, you go and you go and buy a fucking topper or a suit and all that. <laughs> but it went, but could you imagine that every every other week? Well, obviously, it'd be hard to do it every other week. But do you know what I mean? Imagine that, like, because half the time you're going to if you're you're travelling up to fucking Ross County. Aye, he's been aye. jumping, do you know what I mean? Just, he's been jumping in a fucking plane to chilling. Do you know what I mean? Fucking sitting there with the boys, man. What we got this weekend? Are you away, man? <laughs> yeah. You get any spells for fucking man? Aye, yeah, yeah. Is the game on the telly this week? I will just I'm jump just there. watching in the house. Uh, I'm going to get the bus for the Bristol to the airport, then jump there. <laughs> Oh, look, man. away, man. Two away games in the trot, man. Fucking cheer in then Old Trafford, man. I mean. Oh, fuck's sake. Can you imagine um, the reaction? Sounds alright, doesn't it? <laughs> the reaction are non-Old Firm fans, but they would want Radio's straight away, wouldn't they? Yeah, but no. Have, yeah. John, your ass. Because no. watch, watch. Jeez, the, later, I, know, I, don't, I don't mean to appeal to, I don't mean to upset our listeners that don't support Rangers or Celtic, but their ass. Because, what? When rugby park, it's only ever half full when Rangers or Celtic are in town. Come on, yeah, exactly. Aye, but like Grado, the thing is, because it depends. It depends what Super League would do. Obviously, the SPF, SPFL would shit themselves and all that sort of stuff. But see if you ask, any, well, we're not talking business here. But if you ask any non-old form supporting and take the money out of it, I guess. But you want to see, like, if if the old form were removed for this, right, removed from the Scottish League, there's more chance for everyone to win stuff. There's more chance for clubs to progress and see your team win stuff because we've got no chance. No team out with the old firm's got any chance because the money that goes yeah. into the old firm, we've got no chance to. to well, your team can't f- fucking go to League One. Never mind win the SPL, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's not today with us, mate. And the thing is, they don't even need to play Celica Rangers. <laughs> no, I mean, they still can't fucking win. But John, then, John, but then, can set yourself up for that. There, I mate. know I did. I know I did. But that. then, John, as argument, but if Rangers and Celtic go away, it's going to end up just between being between maybe two or three teams anyway. No, Is I don't it think just going to be Aberdeen and Hearts? I know that Hearts. That's a bad. Dundee, example, Dundee but, United have got a decent support. All these, you know, all the kind of mid-level teams. Your Hibs. Well, you, you go Aberdeen, Hibs, Hearts. Right, that's going to be your kind of. You would be your top three, right? Probably. But Dundee United have, you know, with a bit of backing and Dundee. Yeah, they, they, you don't know, think a lot of appeal of players moving 
to clubs in Scotland out with the old firm is to then eventually get a move to the old firm. And play against the old firm as well. Mm-hmm. I play the big savings. But well, you, do you know what? I get what you mean, John. I get what you mean. And do you know what? It would be good to watch for a season. It would be interesting if there was a season where right, we were, everything, everything was agreed, we were in some English league or European league, and it would be interesting but to see how the SPFL go on and who would win that and who would... Because it would be a good season, but after one season, you've. I mean, don't get me wrong, the money would be fought out the game fucking quicker than anything. Mm. But, but, not, but necessi- not necessarily. Not necessarily because. I think it would. The crowds could go up if exactly, Gredo, exactly, Gredo. See if these teams are in, are in with a sniff, he went in the week. These stadiums will be full, John. Well, that's look, at, look, at when Kelly, look at when Kelly had Steve Clark and they were up there, uh, knocking about second and third and all the rest of it. Their, their, their fans were there as soon as they got. If. if if clubs know that there's no Rangers and Celtic, you could be right. So basically, yeah, the, 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 the gate, the gate that, money these teams get for Rangers and Celtic, the arse would fall out Scottish football for Rangers and Celtic. One of the, the, I guess, on the flip side of that, when you've got Rangers and Celtic playing down the road against fucking Man United and Arsenal and Liverpool and all these teams, you know what I mean? That's, I mean, it's, it's a hard just, one. Let, let's just go back to the big cup we have. And keep Aye, that, that, big, right? that big, beautiful wee cup that we've invented. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Now let's get to the listeners, right? Graham Renton, a jambo replies with a gif of Larry David saying, No one wants you here. That's quite good. Jambo, uh, Rangers fan says, when did the tickets go on sale? Oh, he hasn't held back there. John Rangers, he says, I would be delighted. Mbappé and Morelli's up front. I can see the M&M t-shirts now. I don't think so, because Grado wouldn't like to see an unknown playing up front with him, but wait, where else? <laughs> I, was, I was trying to sidestep it this week, man. I was the guy saying, when I seen that, so I wanted to go, I was like, what are the chances? I'm going, it was John Rangers. I'd be delighted. <clears throat> Mbappe. <laughs> <laughs> Callum, a Celtic fan, says, I really wish people would just leave things. The way they are. Oh, I went for Callum. A Celtic fan saying that we don't want things left the way they fucking are. <laughs> Stuart said, would not be pleased, but the EPL can take the moral high ground by say about saving the soul of football when European teams and smaller leagues battle to win championships, but still need to qualify for the Champions League while teams can gain the same benefits from just coming fourth in England. It's a valid point. A shorter answer on future Stuart. Come on. Oh my god, that's a valid point. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. No, that's a valid point. Roberto, a Rangers fan, well, he says he would prefer getting an invite to the English Premiership, to be honest. Hmm. Well, Pie, Rangers fan, says the old firm have been trying for the last 20 years or so to jump ship, so to take the moral high ground over the Super League smacks of hypocrisy. I can see the point, but Davy, a Rangers fan, says it's an easy decision for the famous... As no one likes us, we don't care. That's funny hearing you say that. Rob, a Dundee fan, he says, well, I guess they need someone to be bottom of the table. Well, very funny, Rob. I but no, that's a thing. See, if, England, if Rangers and Celtic were to go down south or into the Super League, they'd get fucking pumped. Every <laughs> and John, Rangers, Rangers John, and Celtic sports wouldn't like that. John, see if we get the money up front. Celtic and Rangers are a very fucking attractive prospect Correct. for fans. See, just cause you've not got cracks and big sex anymore. Don't come on here with a fucking attitude, okay? Yeah. See, see another thing I know, which we're forgetting about, John. See, you're saying that, and you're right too about the appeal. See, you know, in modern day football, see agents and all that. They're no daft. They'll be going, see if you get a, 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 a contract playing with Rangers and Celtic. 
here's the here's the stats. Your fucking Instagram followers are gonna treble. Your Twitter followers are gonna treble. You're gonna get more chances of this and that compared to what you would get if you signed for the like say, you know, Sterling, what? Sterling Albion. No, I mean an English team. And that's a big thing. Aye, West Ham. Right. Right. Yes, you're, you're right. You're right. It's probably the best back thing to, I've said. Back to the listeners. Next one up is Dark Helmet. <laughs> Join it for five years and we'll call it the Banter Years episode two. Then when we have 700 billion in the bank, we'll rejoin the Scottish Premiership and win Terry Monroe. That sounds beautiful. Chris says Super League. I love the soup. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. During lockdown, small businesses have always shown an incredible ability to adapt, innovate and survive. Now, another way you can adapt and grow is your business is find the right people to help it grow, right? And at LinkedIn Jobs, they can help you do that, right? So, for example, let's just say Chris Toll left the podcast because he's fed up of getting teased for being a Celtic supporter. What we would do is we'd get onto LinkedIn and we'd find a person, the right candidate, to come and replace Chris Toll on Football Daft. Though Chris is irreplaceable, we all know that, but LinkedIn Jobs would be able to help us find the right candidate to fill his big shoes that he would leave, or maybe smaller shoes. Um, LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with more than 30 million members in the UK. Uh, Getting started on it is dead easy. and I've got new features there that you can help find qualified candidates really quickly. I was just on it the other round. There's a couple of decent jobs going, by the way, so I might be leaving the podcast myself. Um, post a job with targeted screening. Don't don't all say no, don't go, John. Um, yeah. Yeah. Post a job <laughs> with targeted screening questions, and you'll quickly get your role and get you in front of uh, get qualified candidates in front of you. You can manage job posts, uh, contact candidates from a single view on uh, you guys have all used LinkedIn.com, haven't you? Basically LinkedIn jobs has got very similar view and the functions are streamlined on one simple screen to make it easier to find the jobs. And uh, you can do all this from your mobile um, so you can be out and about. You can just have a wee scan of all the jobs that are going and basically they're great to help you hire the right person faster. So this is what you want to be doing when your business is ready to make the next hire. If we want to find a replacement for Crystal, find the right person with LinkedIn jobs. Now you can get a post for free. Just visit linkedin.com slash daft. That's linkedin.com slash daft. I'll spell LinkedIn for you just in case you don't know. L-I-N-K-E-D-I-N.com slash daft. You'll be able to post a job for free. There's just some terms and conditions that do apply. So get involved and get stuck into LinkedIn. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. The player profile playoff with piesports.com. They are serving Scottish football fans with pies during lockdown so you can enjoy the taste of Scottish football while you sit in your house and you watch the games. Hopefully, not for long. Um, basically, we get some one of the listeners on every week to play for pies, but if you want them, you can get them now, piesports.com, or you can call their savoury. Send our savouries hotline, which is 0141 739 They'll draw their pies right across Scotland to some postcodes for free at charge, and you'll get them Friday or Saturday ahead of the weekend's games. 
Um, brilliant package up there, so you can check them out on the website. Um, on this week to play the game, it is Ethan, who's a Rangers supporter. How you doing, Ethan? How you doing, Ethan? Oh, All right. It's good to finally get a Rangers fan on. <laughs> so let's see who you're playing today. It is Stephen Pardon. Oh, let's go, let's go Tommy. <laughs> um, Ethan, what's your buzzer going to be? Um, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen. 55. 55. Still Fucking doing for that 55. Right, gentlemen. Well, you're, I don't know if this is good news or bad news for you. We're heading back to 2006, 2007 <sighs> season. Ooh. Any memories of that season? What age were you, Ethan? But, uh, nine. You were 29 in 2006? No, I oh, was nine. Alright. Stephen, remember this one, Kiss Boy, top goal scorer, <coughs> goals, Rangers. I don't, I don't think Rangers came away from a, with a trophy that season, did they? I was going to say, I think we're trophy this nah, I think it was a bad season. Yeah, aye. Was it? Was it? Was it? I think aye, because it was the next to two. It was, it was Le Guin, and this was Walter Smith um, uh, taking over uh, from Le Guin in this season. It was a, a double double for Celtic in that season. Was, Are you all right, John? I'm just saying, just saying. Right, anyway, let's get on to the players then, shall we, gents? Right, okay, first player coming out. Let's see if you get this one. This Rangers forward made the jump to Fur Park in this season after struggling to find a place in the first team. Despite scoring five goals well on loan at Doncaster. Who, who's in that? Tommy. Me, Tommy. Ross McCormack. It is Ross McCormack. Yeah. Well done. The best, the best agent in football, man. The money that country made. Ross McCormack, is he going to get called? I saw Ross McCormack in the plane to Tenerife that year too. Right, in America, cool, 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 cool story. Um, right, next, <laughs> next player coming out. Um, this Arsenal striker joined John Hughes Falkirk on loan and went on to score 16 goals in 18 games, including being the first player the first ever SPL player to score hat tricks in consecutive games. Oh, in... 55. Stephen. Stokes. Yay. Stokes, well done. One, one. God, I don't think I forgot. I forgot he played for Arsenal. Played for Arsenal, came on. How did you ken that then? Are you Googling that or something? I just forgot about Googling that, mate. How can I fucking Google Anthony Stokes' fucking career in fucking 10 seconds? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> one one, all we play for, boys. Just when I thought four, and I thought I anyway, go, John. Oh, okay. This towering centre half moved across the city to United from Dundee after being at Dens Park since 1998. 55. Stephen. Lee Wilkie. Yeah. Oh. Two one, Stephen. Oh. Well played. Give Tommy the pies, but. No, I'll give Ethan the pies. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to get your pies, get on piesports.com. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Now, let's welcome to Football Daft a man that started his career at Rangers. He went down to the lower tiers of Scottish football wear him, and since then, he's played throughout Scotland and he now finds himself at Cowden Beef. It's Kyle Hutton. Kyle, what are you saying to my man? Oh, no, much, mate. Glad to be here, glad to be on, talking to you, isn't that? Brilliant. Welcome, mate. Welcome, mate. Thanks Welcome for coming on, my man. Used to having a few beers and that, do you know what I mean? Well, we used to too much, we used to go out the back garden having a few beers, but I'll 
Did I get up there, not me? <laughs> I'm sure you will, mate. What's, what, what, what are you doing day to day? Are you, are you, do, you, do you work? Or... Aye, so I work in the railway. So, oh, right. Aye. So when I first started, it was uh, nature. And I was all over the place, honestly, the body clock, and then try to sort of coincide that with part-time football. It was murder. But uh, for the past what, year, and a, year and a year, I've been back to day shift and that. So, aye, it's good. The worst thing about night shift, especially... I don't want to go on about it, but the worst thing about night shift, I think, too, I don't know if you get oh. this way, but like, see when I finish, I could eat like mince and tatties, I could eat. Oh, like, aye. Chain, uh, do you know what I mean? I, that, it just kind of makes your body. Aye. Aye, that was the worst part of it. See, try to get your, like, almost starving yourself because you're aye. like, oh, I can't go and eat this at this time. You know what I mean? Aye. I know. It is. It is. Four in the morning, you're wanting curry. I know. <laughs> I would do that, man. I'd definitely do that. But Kyle, see that this weekend fit, but everybody's talking about this Super League carry on. What do you make it? It's everybody else, just a, a nonsense, really. Like, I thought it was going to be one of the things where it gets banded about Super League and that, and then it just sort of dies away. I didn't actually think it was going to be come out as an actual thing that was gone ahead. Do you know what I mean? Because it sounded that bizarre. You're just thinking, oh, it's just one of these ideas somebody's put it there. Uh-huh. And uh, it's going to sort of disappear after a while. But then, no, I'd be surprised when you've seen it actually. Like, teams are saying, not taking going for it. And then, obviously, what's happened is you can't have football without fans and they've got involved. And that's exactly, mate. Exactly. Uh, and we, were, we were saying earlier on, we were talking before you came on, like, obviously, there were still a few teams that were still to be invited. What do you think of the action would have been up here if two of the teams were Rangers and Celtic? Oh, just the same? Aye. Aye. If not worse. Mm-hmm. You think so? I think it might have been as well, man. It would have been carnage at Ibrox, I think. If not worse. But then I, I, think, actually, that, uh, I, think, I yeah. think at the beginning it would have been, oh, I can't believe this. And then what you say, Stevie, the longer you got to think about it and you got to think about the sort of players that we could be signing and stuff like that, folk would have been like, eh, hey, well, eh. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, you've got all the fans sometimes going about how they would like to sell it Rangers to go to the Premier League and all that and leave the Scottish. Mm-hmm. Behind them and all that sort of stuff, so I don't know, but personally, no, I wouldn't have. If your um, if your performance against Man United in 2010 is anything to go by, you'd stroll that league, mate. Aye, <laughs> come on. Oh, that was a long time ago, that, man. <laughs> Aye, you, were, you were doing that at the fucking theatre of dreams with a cigar in your mouth, mate, just doing <laughs> a fucking Nadie's business, know what I mean? Long time ago, that man, honestly, <laughs> remember that. But see, but here, but see when you think back to that, was that was that your finest moment or was it, see when you, you look back at your Rangers career, what's your thing where you go, aye, aye here, hold on a minute, man, that was fucking tidy, that. Aye, that was the one. That aye. was the one, like, like I mean, get me, some of my mates now wind up and go, ah, if I'm like, if I'm going to work or whatever, they'll go, huts. You used to play Champions League, you know, you really <laughs> <laughs> crack a dawn and go to work that, and, and I'm just turning and go, aye, but like, have you played the Champions League? But no, have you done that? No. No, I mean, that's like the comeback. Aye, aye. Thing, so, but no, when I look back, that is the the thing that will take away. Like when I sort of about something like that, will always be one of my greatest ever memories. That um, playing against Man U and stuff, just the whole experience of it and stuff like that. So, aye. Who were you up against in the middle of the park that night again, Kyle? That night it was Scholes and Carrick. No, they've, anyway. not really done, they've not done much in their careers, have they? But, <laughs> but I mean, fuck it. You know what I mean? 
And that's the thing. I was like, how the schools? How the schools? Like, schools are schools. Amazing. But that night, it was a uh, carry that night for me. Aye. I was just thinking, not that way you think yourself, like, you're, you're doing no bad in the, like, reserves and you're sort of playing with the first team every day and then you're getting chance for the first team. You I'm no bad at this. Then you play against these guys, you're like, oh, fun miles after. Was it Broadfoot or would you call him? Fuck, Amy McDonald's. Would you call him again? Ricky Foster. Aye, was it one? Who was it that, that, that kind of scored at the end of that game? Was it that game? Was it did Broad did Broadfoot no break Valencia's leg that night or something or no? I don't know if I remember that. Aye, that, no, that was down there, wasn't it? I was on aye. the bench at Old Trafford and I started at Ibrook. So I but down there it was Broadfoot broke. It was aye, it was Valencia, wasn't it? Aye, it was Valencia's leg, aye. It was out for aye. about eighteen months or something, it was a bad thing. Uh, it was a bad thing before. I remember that. Sorry, I've, I've, I've just took a fucking Tony the whole interview right down there. I'm sorry. You know, what, you know what I mean, man? The fucking, there we go, man. Typical Celtic fan there. Try to get every wee victory everywhere there, Kyle. You know what I mean? What a night that was for you, Kyle. I what about when Broadfoot snapped for less than a fucking thugs. I tell you, that must have been Broadfoot. Listen, that's that, 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 I tell you what, that's not the most damage you have done in fucking Manchester. Get yourself to fuck. Ah, come on. There we go. There we go. That's us. We're half boys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Just, Kyle, obviously, Aye. right, you're at now, right? But yeah, I see you on Twitter and that. You're, obviously, you're still you're a big Rangers fan, you know what I mean? Just to bring Toll back down to earth. What are you think of a club winning the 55th title? What are you think of it all, mate? Good oh, season? Well, we've been talking to me and you, so. But no, brilliant, man. Superb, like, obviously, sent a few. A few boys were sort of sending tweet suits up before it was official, but as soon as it was official, Celtic could not catch us. Uh, it was a pleasure sending out a wee tweet and the amount of abuse I got was even better, to be honest with <laughs> you. That's, that's what I put it for, just to see the You should just be concerning yourself with Cowden Beath, all right, you fucker? <laughs> <laughs> Taking you back, right, obviously we're talking about you playing at Old Trafford and stuff there, right? So, we win the league, Walter Smith says he's away. Right, and then we all know what happened after that. McCoy stuck yeah. here. What, what was, what was the club like? See, when Walter said he was off, the Jews behind the scenes was there any alarm bells ringing? So I remember seeing Walter Smith in Rugby Park saying this club needs investment. Right, was alarm bells ringing at that point for players like no. yourself? No, no, there wasn't. Yeah, I've been asked that a few times, but there generally wasn't. Mm-hmm. We just thought it was just because uh, Coyste started taking the. Cup game and stuff like that during the week. Aye, aye. So we already sort of knew that, um, obviously had an idea that obviously the gaffer was going to be leaving and then obviously Coisty was going to get the job. So that was just a way of him like bedding Coisty in, but putting him in, like leaving him to manage the league games. Mm. So at the end of the year, we sort of knew that that was sort of going to be the skip. So when he said that, but when he announced that he was leaving, like there wasn't any, nah, any alarm bells whatsoever. We just thought that's just the way the, the, the club was gone anyway. Do you know what I mean? Like, Coyster was coming in, that's why we stayed in the league games. He was going to be the manager next season. So Aye. when they announced it, we weren't maybe was thinking about what happened Aye. Uh, eventually, Aye. do you know what I mean? Um, then that was that, and then they were just fucking it must it must have been brutal, right? And I see like obviously quite a few players decided not to uh, forward their contract on. Yeah. Was that was that a, when that came to a point? Did, did you have an option? Did you have an option? Was there any clubs sniffing about you that? Because you had been 
like you were like Stevie and Gradle were saying, you'd been you'd been playing in the Champions League, you'd been playing well uh, in the Champions League as well. You know what I mean? So well, at that time it was I wasn't really looking to leave, but then my agent at the time said that uh, Brentford was interested. I think they were league and they won the championship, they were league one at the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying, Look, you want to go down there? And I was like, I said, No, I was like, No. And then obviously, as you said, like he started seeing people leaving. So you start thinking to yourself, Oh, right, should the decision, the right decision, leave? Is that the right decision here? My mate, the right decision by saying not to Brentford. I think it was the next day, Coisty phoned us just to have a chat about what was going to be happening next year and stuff like that. And then after I had the chat with him, like, right off the phone, phone my agent, I said, nah, I'm saying on the Rangers. I want to sign the Rangers. I want to sign on again for the, obviously, the journey back up sort of thing. But it's one of the ones you, 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 it's not, I would never say regret, like playing for Rangers and all that sort of stuff. But it's like, are we you can I, back you can I wonder what if? What if I, it's just a wee thing right. sometimes in the back mm. of your head, like what if, do you know what I mean? Because uh, once you go down south, if it doesn't work out one team, you've always got different other teams, you sort of can bounce mm. about after, mm. you know what I mean? Aye. There's so many not, teams. Not just that as well, you look at Brentford now and you look the way that they've come on Aye. since then, you know what I mean? It's, mm. But see, nah, I'm a great believer in everything happens for a reason, man. Aye, I, so I, I honestly do, I would yeah. never go back and think about stuff like that. Aye, but maybe no. maybe Brentford tried to sign him for a reason. <laughs> no, I don't mean. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's the back of my head. It's, it's just sometimes when I get asked the Aye. question of, do you wish that you stayed or you left? It's all. <coughs> I mean, with that, like, it wasn't great with me in the third division and and coming up the leagues. It wasn't great. We weren't great at all. Um, but the whole experience of it, still, even though we're in the lower divisions, was unbelievable. Still, Aye. do you know what I mean? What was the, like, see, like, I remember the famous first game, man, bloody, in the cup. We didn't even know if it was going to extra time. The players were walking off and all that, and it was on BBC Alba. Me and my mates are sitting watching it, and you're just like, what the fuck's going on What's here? But, what, like, see when you go there, and you know, and every, lots, all the players, players have left, we all know the famous players that left, your Naismiths, your Whitakers, whatever, they all went. What was it like then when McCoy's took that first training session, and there was like, how many years? I don't know. There wasn't even a lot easy, I went there, no. No. It was, uh, I was just to be fair, big uh, McCulloch was a captain at the time, so obviously, when it was just a small group, and that they were, I had the meeting, and Jig was just like, Look, lads, I know we're doing the third division, but we just treat this as the way we go about any other season at Rangers. I um, do not like, obviously, we've only worried about he's like, ah, Don't worry about the number of players we've got now, we're going to build a squad. Um, we're going to promote youth and all that as well. Jigging up with Saints, and uh, we'll just take it for there. I mean, it was a bit, it was a bit weird. But I mean, I think it was only at the time nine or something, Aye. ten maybe something. And it was probably like the rest of like, sort of young boys coming up, um, like reserves in training or whatever. It was. it was, it was weird, but at the same time, we were just like we knew they were going. To, there was going to be a slight sort of influx of players Aye. anyway, but. Uh, but no, I just no, I just didn't expect at the time when the players did come in, some of the, the wages that were getting funny about. I was like, ah, what? Aye. Aye, mate, that's a big thing I was going to get to an almost. I was angry, yeah, because I was like, Ian Black came in on that branded about like eight grand a week or something, something. Jesus, he's in my position, man. That mate, means he needs to play, he's only eight bags a week. He's only playing. How man. frustrating that must be for you, but Aye. Aye, so that like at first you're like, right, I need to start all again, like. If he comes in on eight grand a week, he's playing. 
regardless. He's signed a player on his own eight grand a week. He's playing regardless. So you're like, right, he's my position. So I need to try and work my, work my arse off again to try and get my place back and stuff like that. So I managed to do that. I think it was maybe, I think it was only maybe four or five games I was sub to start with. And then after that, I got my place and started playing well and getting the team and stuff. And then that was that. But no, that was the only frustrating part, to be honest. Um, but I read the wages that they were getting granted about them. You're saying that there as well, um, Kyle, but it's like it was on eight grand a week, and that's not even including his bookies winnings. <laughs> <laughs> You're really fucking low on the tone. This I mean, <laughs> gamblerawear.co.uk, yeah, fucking <sighs> that's shocking, too. Hey, Kyle, Come on. Like, like, that's what I, I mean. When I look back, man, obviously, me and my mates were gone every week, man, and you're sitting there and yeah, the frustration, man, watching like the set with Coyce. Do you think you're talking about like McCulloch saying like we're going to promote youth? Do you think, I don't know, man, players like yourself and Lewis McLeod and that, do you think he's got a fair crack at it? Well, I don't, I mean, like, I've done well and then for me it was a bit different. Like, I missed the whole of the second division. I broke both my legs. I broke my right leg with my legs, so I missed the whole of the second division. And then, obviously, if you miss a whole season, players then come in and sort of get their places and all that, and they're sort of mainstay of the team. And then, obviously, the next year, I had to come back again and sort of do everything all over again, try and get my place back, all that sort of stuff. But um, players at Lewis McLeod, like, as soon as the first day that we Lewis McLeod came in, I don't think you had to promote him. He came in, he was brilliant. Pre-season games, it was just unreal and stuff like that. And, he knew he was going to play every week, but maybe, like, looking back, maybe I think they could have promoted a, a lot more young boys, maybe. But yeah. at the same time, at the same time, the pressure was going to go up, do you know what I mean? Like, there's no, there wasn't any room for, ah, oh, we didn't go, like, the will we'll promote hundreds of young boys, we might not go up or whatever, but, yeah. but, as I said, it's just what I think, right? Right. Yeah. Everything happens for a reason, doesn't it? Exactly. Is, do you know what I'm going to say? I'm all right. Let's see all this third division, Kieran. It's depressing me now. I want to know, right? You're a wee guy, you sign for Rangers, you turn up at Murray Park, right? And you walk into the, the changing room and you see the players, some players that you probably watched as a wee boy and went to Ibrox and, and saw. What was that like? Who did you, when you walked in and you went, wah, I can't believe such and such is in the dressing room, I can't believe. Do you know what I mean? Tell us about that. Tell me about the excitement. I mean, I it was like the first, when I first, uh, so it was a wee guy, you'd go up to Murray Park, uh, see it like Easter, uh, you'd go up for the four-day training camp, and then there was a wee woman in the corner, and she was like, you'd go in and stay, and stay in hers and stuff like that during the Easter sort of camp things. Then you'd wake up with all the boys and go into training and stuff like that. And just, just go into training, like Bomber and Durante and stuff like like they were taking us, do you know what I mean? At times and coming in and giving us wee tips and all that, and taking us for wee passing drills. But then obviously, uh, if you see like Fergie walking down the corridor or whatever, you just like, as always remember like you'd see Fergie and that, and all the boys would be like nudging each other if you had like see if you had like a tap to get signed or whatever. You'd be nudging your God, don't you ask him? He's like, no, no, you ask him. I'm fucking asking. You know that? Yeah. Sometimes he'd have banter with you, Fergie. When you were younger, mm. you've got that. Uh, uh, Barry, Barry, can you uh, sign, sign that for us? And you just look at you go, ah, you get marbles in this thing. You've got that. 
<laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, you know what I mean? There's something you'd be dead straight face and just like look at you and bam you up and that, you'd, oh, you'd be sweating and all that. Yeah, uh, I'll like that. He'd walk out, all right, you man, like, make it better. But I just, everything, just, just the whole facilities and, and stuff like that. But it's even more so I look back now, um, I'm like, see when I was a wee guy, man, I should have known a lot more that what I had in front of me, facility wise, mm-hmm. everything about me and all that. I mean, I didn't take it for granted, but at the same time, I, I hardly. I wasn't really. You didn't know any different. Club, really. That was my first club when I was coming up. I mean, so I've sort of maybe took it as the norm. Sort of thing. Aye, definitely. What was was Bomber like then? As your coach, Bomber. So he was like the he was at the reserves, and I was the under seventeens. And uh, believe it or not, I was playing striker. I was playing up front. Right. I was a striker, aye, and uh, I scored a few goals. Scored in the. it was after I scored in the Glasgow Cup final uh, against Celtic in the final. Brilliant. And then after that, they sort of put me up to reserves with Bomber and he was taking it. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ, man, I just didn't want to go back up again. <laughs> just, oh, man. Just anything, just going off his head, like screaming. And obviously, the other coaches I had were like, hard on you at times, but this was like a whole new level at Bomber. Oh. To be fair, they had to be that way. You had boys like Stevie Lennon, this other boys, Sammy Woods and stuff like that. The two of them were just taking this all the time and stuff like that. But Bomber, man, oh, nuts, man. He's mad with big boys and all that, you know what I mean? Talks out the side, he's missing that. Aye. Um, aye. He was mental. Crazy. Him and Durante. Aye, him and Durante. Durante's a wee bit more mellowed out. Uh, but aye. Bomber, man, just a screamer, just, oh, just aggressive aye. and all that and you're sitting there a wee guy but I remember I get called down and I get put on it was against St Mirren and he's like right, go on son shows what you can do alright and he was and I was up against is it Andy Millen who used to play for St Mirren the old set of horse aye, aye, aye. Now I don't know who he was partnered with so I'm thinking to myself running on that I'm oh, fucking no bad and all that like playing well and that <laughs> and uh, I just get the piss taken out there was a part where Andy Millen, the other set of off for Kidron, teacher, Air Mahid, and I'm chasing it about like a wee guy, man. After <laughs> 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 that, I knew I wasn't ready for uh, reserves that bought at that point. And uh, just about the under 17s. But no, as I said, Murray Park, what a, what a facility it is, man. Unreal. Like, I'm having a wee look at my notes here, um, Kyle, and <laughs> I, I've got, it says uh, Moshney. Stephen and Gredo have asked me to ask you about Moshney. Now, <laughs> Tell us a story about that absolute crackpot. Moshney, <laughs> <laughs> man. Oh, what a guy. Like, first day he comes in, that comes in and try. We're going, oh, what position is that? I play centre-back, right mid, or sometimes striker. <laughs> <laughs> no one be alive, right? That's what you see in front of all the boys. All the boys are looking at each other and going, what? <laughs> and uh, so I knew that boy down south that played with my kind of like, I phoned him and he was like, No, no, he's, he's being serious. He does play right mid or on the wing, set back, or sometimes he'll just go up front. But he'll not go up front because the man just told him. He says it, he'll just, when he was down south, he'd just go up front. <laughs> <laughs> he'd just go. <laughs> he'd just, oh, fuck, I sent a horse shape and he'd just go up front. He done it a few. T- I don't know if you'd be like, but he done it a few times. He was at Rangers, not. Uh, he like, done it against Albion Rovers, didn't he? He just uh, go and and coisted, but the side, not like going after. He's not like shooting him to get back, not. 
Honestly, just blah, ding in him. Just stop punching. He's decided, man, nutter. What? Honestly, crazy, man. And, and just the stories you hear him about down south and he was trying to break into a change room and, and stab somebody with a pair of scissors and all that. Well, you know, right. mad stories coming Aye, out of we, we had, who did we have own, man, that was saying, yeah, quite a, we had somebody owned before and quite a, quite a hard, who was it, man? Was it Derek Lyle? And Derek Lyle says, Derek Lyle were like that, like, how yeah, Queen okay. of South and Rangers had some games against each other, like, Queen Aye. of South really ran his close quite a few times. And he was talking about this year and that, you know, who'd like to have a go at it. And we said, Morstan, he's like, ah, fuck no, man. Aye. So that one, they couldn't hear him. Mate, nicest guy ever, but mind you. Aye. Like, like every morning come in, they'd go in everybody, ask them how they were, and shake everybody's hand. And like, nicest guy ever, but just when he picked, it would just be a mad switch. And you'd see it sometimes in his eyes, you'd go, ah, he's going to go, my eyes going to go. <laughs> 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 he just picked in a game sometimes like see like strikers or strikers are annoying them and that it's just like they're on next to me just like pick them up and hold them and the strikers will be like fighting to get away and but they're going to have to grunt and just be hodding them and they'll run in and go that's what Grado does with me on stage with my damn panel what? that's what Grado does with me on stage with my damn panel and he can't remember his lights aye big monster big monster then obviously you've seen it all with the mother aye Kyle was you there with the Cairn with Sandaza getting noised up on the phone about getting a, a move away with your party in the restroom room then? Was that Aye. a bit kind of awkward or whatever? What happened there? It was, but he didn't really come back into playing really after it sort of thing. Was it a matter of just him getting a phone call going, ah, look, it we'll come back? <laughs> 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 well, pal, you're a fuck, man. You're Aye. an absolute stinker. But, but, so I get done behind the scenes, like, away for everybody. Like, we all knew, we obviously was getting banged up and all that, so we knew we were like... If, if he's got, if he's got, I'm thinking, ah, oh, Jesus Christ, what's, what's he done here? No, I'm like, <laughs> see how when stuff like that happens, right? See when stuff like that happens, are you just knowing like WhatsApp group chats or anything like that? I know it was a couple of years ago now, but th- did that ever happen when something maybe happened and, and you're in the group chats going, what the fuck is this? Aye. That's it's amazing. Tell us about that. I might know about that. Like, but then, but Fran left, and then. Then he left WhatsApp, not Fran Sandaza has left the group. <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen with players, but Lee and Rangers? Aye. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's so interesting. Do you know? No, mate, I get it. Because I would maybe be like, I don't know if you've had like a season or two with somebody and then he gets a contract and just leaves the group. I'd be quite sad phoning them going, you didn't mean to leave, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you can just leave them in group chat. <laughs> All that kind of awkward, mate, we're going to need to chuck you a script. Aye. <laughs> Steve, Stevie. Stevie is great, still in the River City group chat. <laughs> mate, mate, you can't get his all bad name without getting caught. Like, you need to leave, pal. Did you know he end up the top scorer in Spain's second division the next season or aye, something? Aye, somewhere on this stuff. But see when he came in, right? <laughs> like, obviously, Coyster loved him. Coyster was like, oh, brilliant, now I've got Fran in there. First, he can't kick the ball right. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not babbing I'm, I'm more like, like, we'd always, like, for them passing, like, just ping it out, but he couldn't ping it, he couldn't hit mm. it his laces, and then, I don't know what it was, just never, I don't know if he could, but he just never hit his laces, or it'd just be like a wee sort of curly, curly toe floaty thing all the Aye. time, Aye. just leave it all up, going, what, is he, is he, is he, is he? 
Ali's like, ah, brilliant, Fran. Fucking brilliant. <laughs> we've got Fran. I thought I'm Fran. That's what brilliant is. We'll be fine. We've got Fran. What? What was? <laughs> what was? Like McCoy's like man, like, keeping all that together. What was it? Was he? Was he brilliant? Ah, he was good. Just like banter. Him and uh, Kenny McDowell at the time, coach, and then Durante. So Durante, what a job Durante had. Durante's job was to just to have banter. Ah, but you need that. I think that's, that's brilliant. Ah, definitely. Man. That is, and you need that as well. I'm almost, uh, you definitely need that. So, Jurati, there. And what I've worked with, there's no obviously great from Barton that way. I mean, that's especially, man. You see, oh, I've just gone about and just having banter with the boys and some of these pals and ends, man. Aye. boys, these parties as well. Just see you three of them just bouncing off each other. It was brilliant, man. McCoy used to be joining in as well at times, call himself the Rhino. <laughs> Maybe I'll be alive. I ain't got those on the day, boys, all right? <laughs> mate, me one of those called Rhino, mate. People would bounce off him, man. Oh. He's solid. Ah, he is solid, mate. I've played a few charity games with him, man. You can't. I've played a few charity games with him, and he's fuck. He's a, he's a, he's like rock solid. Do you know what? Do you know what he is as well? He's still got a deceptive turn of pace. See when he played in that that charity game, he fucking ran away for the defenders that day. <laughs> I don't know. Aye, but it's why the defenders know Bob Malcolm, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, see, before that, Kyle, like, did you ever, like, talking earlier on about Bomber being, like, mental on the touchline, that, like, before Walter left, did you ever see Walter really fucking, like, losing his shit in the dressing room or whatever? Eh, uh, what? See, not a lot, to be honest with you. He lost it once at Greensy. Uh, I can't remember. Celtic beat us anyway. Can't remember. I was, in the, I was on the bench, and I was just sort of young as well, young boy. And him and Beats, it was when Beatty was up, James Beatty, aye. aye. So they, they two get caught being out of Corinthian to lawyers. I think it was maybe, it wasn't it, it wasn't it. I think it was maybe three or four, four days maybe before a game, before the game or something. Mm-hmm. And Walter Smith had obviously, Walter Smith was signing everything. And he aye. found out, uh, they two were out. And uh, aye, so after the game, he beaten, he went right through the exit. I ain't got a fucking big man or that stuff, gun night suit and all that stuff, loving the big life, and you fucking perform like that. So that's only one time I've really seen him lose it, is nice. obviously with that. But other than that, see that time with Timmy Hutt and that, I don't really think he yeah, had yeah, any he's reason to really lose it. Sometimes to lose it. No, because I asked that question, do you ever see him losing it? No, he'd like laugh as well. Like, he's like, uh, do you buy fucking come off? <laughs> and laugh is like, aye, aye, just, just take me off, Gaffer. And he's like, no, I'm fucking kidding you on. Get fucking back out there. I'm fucking be better than that thing. Oh, was laughing. He's like, let me fucking take you off. And laugh was like, aye, Gaffer, aye, I don't play well. Just take me off. And the Gaffer goes, no, no, fucking, you the fucking saying off that. Uh, so laugh would just wind him up. He'd get wound up with laugh, but as gone out, he said, nah. I never really seen that. Do I fucking came off laughing? Hi. I know he's a high gaffer. I had a stinker there and I was going. Yeah, it's this one, Kyle, right? It would, it would be remiss of us not to mention a certain kidnapping event in Edinburgh. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell, man. Oh. What, what the fuck happened? Just fucking. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought you were going to just go out there. Mate, we just fucking got kidnapped, man. Usually, <laughs> 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 I just kidnapped that. Usually, you've been in every man, you just get fucking. 
<laughs> no, well, me and Cal were uh, through in Edinburgh for the day. And uh, fucking driving back came, he's gone, stop at a chip here. Right outside the, what's it called? Oh, no, I can't remember the centre. Some centre near Midway, can't remember. So we pulled in, obviously, he's jumped to go to Chippy, came back in, and I was on my phone, and Cal starts going, oh, shut that door, eh, lock that door, lock that door. I'm like, what? And obviously, the door flies open and all that. Boy, oh, stood there, he's your motor, 15 grand cash or something, he says. What? I'm saying, no, pal, you're all right, that Cal's sitting there with the first supper, man. He's got bolted you after or something, he says to him. I can't remember what he says to him, but started getting cheeky with him anyway, and I'm like, Cal. So I'm trying to, obviously, Get in the boy, close the door. No, closing it. He's like, no, get out the motor and give your motor. I'm going, mate, I'm not getting my motor and give you my motor. I said, go. Next minute, boy runs there, gives my blade, sticks the blade in my face. At two years in the back, the other guy runs out the cow's side, opens his. I'm like, look, mate, just take the car. Just fucking, you'll get out. Take it, do what you want, mate. Don't want fucking empty hand over a motor. Just take it. He's like, nah, in the back, in the back. So he's jumped in the back of me and cow, so cow's there. I'm there, and the boys jumping out in the middle with a blade. <laughs> Obviously, just pitched into it. I was just sat sitting there. This guy's just sitting in the middle with a blade. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> it, it fucking sounds horrific, but I don't know why we're laughing. No, mate, that's I horrific. Oh, I mean, you're looking at the window and that, you're like, what's happening here? Is this a battle? Is this fucking... <laughs> Jeremy Beadle going to pop out? What's happening here, man? <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> Jeremy Beadle. So the other guy's jumped in the passenger seat. And then this wee guy, I said it before, the mate, drunkest guy ever, jumps in the driver's seat, didn't he? I'm thinking, what's happening here, man? This wee guy could hardly walk in his... I could see him walking on his way, boom, jump in the driver's seat. And he can't get it into reverse, because he need to push the gear stick to him, push it across. He's putting it in first gear. <laughs> and he's jogging forward into the car in front of him. Like, this guy's fucking, what's happening here, man? Mate, 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 push it down. Well, <laughs> Yeah, telling him how to kidnap you. <laughs> he's done. Yeah, he comes out and he starts flying. I mean, like, boot down, flying through the lights, damn, like, like half buzzing, thinking, right, Paul's are going to see this. Surely, this fucking motor being 17 or 30, this guy's like fleeing about, and Cal's going, let me out, mate, let me out. He's going, off, mate, you shut it, and that. And Cal's going, mate, why just let us out? He said to the boy in the front, here, jump up to such and such and get that shooter, man. He's the man that I'm. <laughs> no chance, mate. I'm at let's out, mate. He's gone, mate. Honestly, shut up. I'm like, right, okay. So, midday golf course, I think it was. Drove us to a wee ditch, and I'm thinking, right, Cal, in my head, I'm thinking, right, maybe something here. Run. Run, fucking just throw ourselves out and fight them or whatever. I don't know, man. But they got out, and they're like, here's your license. That was it, give me a license. You know where you stay. You say it to the post, we're coming through your door, we've got your address. So I'm like, right, hey, okay, no worries, that. So we gave him the thing, mate. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Just throw away my motor, and then me and him will just stand in the middle of this midday golf course. And then fucking, and, and, and then fucking, 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 and then that is horrible. I know, that's your worst nightmare. Do you, do you laugh at it now? No, do you? Oh, is it, see, no? See, they drove away in my motor, and me and Cal were just standing there. Nobody alive because we're that nervous. We just burst out laughing. We couldn't stop laughing. 
Just Honestly, man, it was either laugh or cry. Why? Aye. I, mean, I, I might have been crying as well, but I just remember the two days, man. There was tears coming down, and we're just running through this mid the golf course laughing. And then Cal's power on that. He's went, hut, hut, hut. I think one of them's come back, and I'm like, looking for him. So it was dark, obviously. I'm like, Cal, it's a golf flag. One just. But no, before we get out, uh, pay phone, phone the post came, picked us up, driving along the road, and we seen one of the boys, didn't we? And uh, so obviously we're like, mate, that's fucking my boys there. And Cal's hanging out the window shouting abuse. No, I had the boy. <laughs> I arrested them, mate. I think the only, only two of them get done. Uh, the one in the passenger seat, they've never ever caught or whatever. But I man, just... But you yeah, I was training the next day, wasn't I? So I had to go into training late because the kids in the post station all night. I'm like, mate, I'll be training tomorrow. Can I go in? I need to go into football. Can you take me in? And uh, so I they dragged me after training about 11 o'clock or something. The boys were all doing training, so I had to go out and tell Walter Smith, didn't I? Why I was late. Well, what was that? Why did you just punch fuck at them? Well, man, he's like, where you been, son? Gaffer, you're not going to believe this, but uh, kidnapped last night in Edinburgh. He's gone, you what? What? Fuck. He's gone. What? And I went. He's like, oh, you were at the like, fucking Corinthian, weren't you? <laughs> 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 that fucking beats and Greeks and outrageous name, man. Come on. And uh, I just went, you better get kidnapped. He went, fuck's sake, you're right. I went, ah, you went, mate, go and get warmed up then. Oh, is that, man? But I knew a few, a few of the Hibs players at the time that played like sort of reserves and that. They knew the, the boys that done it. Aye. And they were saying, look, they're no mental, but they're just daft. Says it'll be sounding on that, they're just daft boys and all that. You know, get Big Bob Malcolm on to them now. Do you know, get him in the case now? I know. Ch- Big Bob, Ch- Big Bob and Barry. Chase, chasing them through the streets in an ice cream man. van. It's funny, man. It's like, I'm not joking. Bob, Bob, put the fucking, put the ringer on. Put the ringer on. I know. There's, there's, been, a, there's been a few things, man, that have happened to me, and I'm like, I can't phone Bob Malcolm, man. <laughs> See if we can deal with this, man. Bob Malcolm will deal with us. <laughs> Dale, like, how hard was it when you left Rangers then? Like, after all your time at Rangers and that, how hard was that when it came to an end? It was hard, but I knew it was coming when uh, McCall came in. When McCall came in, I knew my time was up. I, I, I had a feeling it was up right? but when McCall came in, I just knew. So as soon as McCall came in, he just, I think he was putting me in the stone and all that. So I knew it was then. So when it actually came to the final day, I was... I was all right to be fair, but I was still a bit emotional. Like it ended with me walking out of Murray Park with all my stuff and a couple of black bin bags driving at Murray Park, and that was me. Mm-hmm. Last ever time. Was it was the theme song for theme song for the end of the Incredible Hulk plan? One of the ones like do 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 do. That must be a fucking nightmare, but honestly. Two, what are you doing? No, cool. but, yeah. I, I'm just there to bam up. I'm just there to bam up. But, but Kyle, but Kyle, I always see when I think of something like this, I always think what well, I wrestled in America, right? And I wrestled in the same dressing room as Jeff Hardy, Kurt Angle, all my heroes. And then I get released, right? The following week, I'm in fucking Beef Community Centre, right? Wrestling a guy called Crater or whatever. But I'm still happy that all that happened and I got to have all the amazing memories do you know what I mean that's me as well I but do you know what I mean but that's what it's all about isn't it? 100% like see all the daft stuff I've done when I was at Rangers that I shouldn't have done all the other stuff like 
making up stories about getting kids now. Honestly, I do. I have a fucking 18 missed calls to the missus, and I'm like, ah, I get kidnapped last night, and she's like, get the fuck out of here. She thought you were up to something else. Remember his heart rate, and he's in fucking Edinburgh and all that? He's that fucking nice math boy. You're not doing fucking. I was kidnapped. <laughs> Somebody got that James Beatty on the phone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> brilliant. Oh, brilliant. Oh, brilliant. But, mate, like Grado was saying, mate, you love the dream. Played for Rangers, team you support, you love the dream, mate. Right, you, can, you can't help any regrets. Grado says, man, like all the stuff you've done, that you can look back on that for the rest of your life. Do you know what I mean? Oh, exactly. um, it's exactly. obviously no panned out the way you, you, you hoped it would, but at the same time, you, you've you've enjoyed yourself. Do you know what I mean? That's what it's, that's what it's all about at the end of the day. Aye. Just enjoying yourself, man. You'll make stupid decisions that have shit shitload of them, but as long as you enjoy yourself, you know what I exactly. mean? Aye. Before we finish up, every week on Football Daft, we put our guests' Scottish football knowledge to the test with our 90-second football quiz. You up for it, my man? This could be embarrassing, mate. I am. Right. David Martindale is top with a score of 16. In joint second, we've got John Sutton and Chick Young with 15. Mark Wilson and Keith Lasley are third with 14. Other selected scores include Charlie Adam on 10, Gary Harkins on 9, Ross McCrory on 6. At the bottom, it's a tie between Peter Lovingcrans, Derek Johnston, Craig Levine and Mick Supatalain and on three. And Grado's holding his horn up because Barry for EastEnders was on the show. He's in there as well. I think he's on five or something. Four. Uh, four. He's on four. four. Is there anybody on that list you'd like to beat, Kyle? Uh, Chico. Charlie Adam. There we go, right. Charlie Adam. But you can't pass. You must give an answer. Even if you don't know, just... Fucking fling out any answer. Here we go. Can I ask can I ask you questions today, lads? Of course, mate. Aye. Right, okay, doke. Right, Johnny, you get a 90 seconds on the clock. Have indeed. Well, here we go. 90 seconds start now. What's the name of Forfall Stadium? Forfall uh, Newbank. Something like that. I can't remember. Which Scottish side was Casper Schmeichel on loan with in 2007? Falkirk. What was the final aggregate score between Liverpool and Real Madrid in the Champions League semi-final? 3-1. And what season did you win the League Cup with Rangers? Uh, 2014. Sammy Ritami is a mascot for which championship team? Sammy Ritami, I'll go for... Uh, Who is Celtic's current number nine? They were the first team to pull out of the Super League. And you? How many goals did you score for Rangers? Two. Who's the current Scottish Championship top goal scorer? Mitch Megason. Which animal features on the Ross County Club crest? Donkey. Who's the, current, who's the current Clyde manager? Uh, Daniel Lennon. What was the first club you joined on loan? 
Liverpool signed Mo Salah from which Italian club? Ooh, Roma? How many under 19 caps did you get? Um, we can we can accept an answer for you here. I, Eleven. <coughs> That's great, man. I just love that Ross County have got a donkey on my badge, man. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll go through the wrong answers before I reveal your score, Kyle. Uh, four for Stadium Station Park. Uh, 2010-2011 is when you won the League Cup uh, with Rangers. Sammy the Tammy is Dunfermline's mascot. Chelsea were the first to pull out the Super League. Liam Boyce is topping the charts in the Scottish Championship at the moment. Charts was new number one single. Goal <laughs> 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 scoring chart. Ross County's got a stag uh, or a deer, I would accept it, on the club crest. And under 19 caps, you got seven, apparently. Seven? Yeah. I knew it, wasn't it a lot? But. <laughs> You've you've hit mid table respectability there, Kyle. You got seven. Oh, oh, there we go. There you go, yeah, mate. Well done, okay, Kyle. I was getting what I was worried though. <laughs> mate, it's been an absolute pleasure talking uh, to you. What a laugh, well, mate. Honestly, you know, honestly. Do you know what, mate? I'm sorry for winding you up, but that's part of the fucking. Deal, no, I love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All the best, man. Football daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. Kyle Hutton was probably one of my favourite guests so far. That story about the kidnap, Aye. That's, a, that's a belter. Brilliant. I'll, tell, I'll tell you something. I don't know how many times through the, the journey of Rangers coming back, I said to my mates, Kyle Hutton is going to be our main centre mid for years to come. And I think you can see when he talks, he's kind of... He has we some regrets he's selling, I think had really bad injuries, but I think he was aye. a right good player, Gradle. Do you remember it? Oh, hundred percent. He was a aye. good player. As I say, obviously talking about playing in the Champions League, you, you were thinking he was the next Barry. Definitely, definitely, mate. I know. But um he seems a guy, man, he's he's happy in what he does. As I say, aye. he's had he's got the memories. Just a down to earth boy, up for coming and having a wee laugh. Isn't that's all we ask for? Next week I will see you. Well, we'll see you before then, Gradle for Rangers Daft. See you. Um, we'll see you probably start next week. If there is people listening to the show and you want extra content, get yourself signed up to my Patreon because we do. We've done a wee thing there with Kyle Hutton there. It was a, it was a good laugh. We get some good stories sometimes when we because we do we record a week in a separate interview. So if you want to get some more Patreon um bonus footage or you want to listen to Rangers or Celtic Daft, get yourself to the Patreon. What's the website again, John? Patreon.com forward slash football daft. We really really appreciate it because. You can also you can also get us on social media through Aye. Twitter at Football Daft Pod, Football Daft Podcast on Instagram, and just search for Football Daft on Facebook. Yes, right. because we're really, really a Patreon man. Every penny counts because Gado's skin after paying for a couple of guests. So <laughs> cheers, guys. Listen, if if, 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 if enough of you if enough of you sign up for the Patreon, we could maybe get Mbappe. 